Welcome back, everyone. I am so excited about this podcast. Today, we're going to talk about one of the most important topics to me, integrity. We're going to talk about the definition of integrity. What does it mean to have integrity and ways to go out and have integrity? Here we go. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. Oh, gosh. You know, we've been cruising here a little bit, doing some podcasts in a row like I've been promising you, and I'm very excited. Um, and really, when I was thinking back about, okay, what what should we do? Which topics I, as I think I've told you before, I have a whole list of topics that I have that we talk about in character building whenever I run any character building sessions, any workshops or anything. And the one topic that is always a topic that I always start off the year with, at least within the first three sessions, is integrity. And it's so funny because up until now, what is this? This is our 14th podcast. I think our 14th podcast. And uh, I just was looking at the list. I'm like, oh my God, I have no integrity. And it just like dawned on me. I'm like, how can I possibly move forward without doing integrity? Because this is, I mean, this is a term that I keep well close to my heart. I, you know, it really defines who I am as a person. It really defines the people that surround me, going back to, you know, one of our previous uh, character building sessions that I, you know, podcasts that I ran with you guys. Um, But it really does. It, It defines who I am, what I try to be like. And the fact that I hadn't done it until now, I was like, what it? Java, what what is wrong with you? Like, get your act together. Um, but you know, ne- it's never too late. It's never too late, right? It's later, later rather than never, right? And so happy to do it now. So happy about this one, and we're gonna get into it. So as always, welcome back. Really excited to be with you. Um, we are cruising along here, and as always, we're just adding to your character building toolkit. We want to give you the tools necessary. So that you, as you go through life, you, when you come across experiences, you can reach into your character building toolkit, pull out examples, pull out ways, strategies to go about how to treat people, how to go about different types of experiences in ways that will really bring the best version of you out. And that's what we've always said. And that's what we're always going to say. Again, we are here for you. There is no right or wrong. And yeah, we're, I'll say it again, we're just here to build the best version of you. So without further ado, let's get into it because I am just so excited about this one. Um, and I, and I got to go back a little bit. I, I, you know, I always tell my students, these character building sessions, they're, I, I gain probably more out of them when I run these character building sessions with people than the people that I run it for a lot of times. And absolutely, there's people that walk away and they gain a lot. But what I'm trying to say is that I always gain something. And I always also say to anybody, anytime I ever run a session, is that these are topics that I wish I would have had more knowledge of when I was younger. And so that's why I really like running these character building sessions for youth, for adolescents, because these are topics that I think I struggled with when I was younger. 
And I think that I was trying to figure it out, as we all are at, at those young ages, where we'd be in middle school, high school, college, you know, post-college, graduate school, when we have our first jobs, and even throughout life, right? Even when we're, I'm 45 now, I'm still trying to figure it out, right? I still don't have it down. And like I said, I still am learning from every session I run, from everything I do in life. And when I was younger, looking back on it, I had a lot of these experiences that I think I try, I was trying to figure out what, you know, I was trying to figure myself out. What are my values? What am I made up of? What really makes me tick? What are my, what is my foundation? And over time, I've been able to figure this out. And I've, again, I've created this list. And now I reach into my character building toolkit all the time. And I know how I want to treat certain situations. And yeah, we're all human and we struggle and we still struggle and you always will. Um, but I think that these tools, and I always call these character building topics tools because I think it's really important. These tools are there to help me. And so I'll give you a case in point. When I was, when I was in college, I was at University of Illinois, down in Champaign, and I was a freshman. And it was, it was towards the end of my freshman year. And one of the sophomores at U of I, who I also went to high school with, this wonderful, wonderful girl, Trish. She was one, She was absolutely, she was a rock star. She really was. We were good friends. We were good friends in high school. When she was a senior and I was a junior, then she went off to U of I. And then down at U of I, we kept in touch. And you know how it is. I mean, a big campus like that, it's harder to keep in touch. But we still did. And I'll never forget, she called me up one time. And she's like, hey, Arnush, I want, I want to take out to lunch. And I said, okay, why is that? I mean, I'm happy. I love to hang out with you, but is there some specific reason? She goes, yeah, I actually want to do a paper on you. And I said, what? And I was like shocked. I was like, what do you mean you want to do a paper on me? She goes, you'll see. Let's just go sit down and we'll talk. So we went out on Unforget. She took me to Chili's. <laughs> you know, we, I love Chili's. I love their burgers. Really good. Anyway, went to Chili's and we sat down and she told me that she had to do a paper for, it was one of her classes. I don't know if it was English she was taking or whatever, about a person that has, that's just a good person, a person that has a lot, and she did throw out this word, but at the time, it didn't really resonate with me. It didn't really ring with me at the time. And she was like, oh, I just have to do a person, a paper on a person with like a lot of integrity. It's a good person, a good, honest person. And the first person I thought was you. And I was humbled. I was beyond humbled by this. I was just like, wow, I, I really appreciate it. Now, here I am. I mean, I'm 19 years old. And, <laughs> you know, like... I've always said that, you know, before the age of 25, a lot of people, like I was a knucklehead, right? Like I was, I mean, yeah, I, I was, I had my stuff together to some degree, but come on. Like, I mean, I, I was still working through stuff and this and that. And so like, yes, I tried to be a good person, but when she came to me and asked me to, for the paper, I was, I was really, I was shocked. I was, I was, I was, I was humbled. I was absolutely humbled, humbled. And I was like, absolutely. Like, please, like, I'm, I'm really humbled by this. I'm happy to help you with your paper. And so she started asking me all these questions and she had a list of questions that she had to go through. And it was, it was all about like the ways I went about my life and how I went about my life. And, you know, and, and I did, I would answer the questions. I'd be like, well, I try to be very truthful. I try to be very honest. I, you know, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I don't try to hide anything. People that know me know that I'm almost too out there. <laughs> like I, I'm 
too forthcoming with my life or what's going on in my life or what's going on with me. Um, I, I really put out there, like, I just try to be, and this will be for another podcast, I try to be just a very genuine person. And I'll never forget that one of her last, it was, it was her last question. And she asked me, she goes, how do you want to be remembered? Like, what what type of person do you strive to be that you want to be remembered by? And I and I just looked at her and I remember saying, I said, I just want to be a good person. I just want to be, I just want to do the right thing. I just want to be a person of a person that's honest. And I didn't, again, I didn't use the word integrity because it wasn't there in my vocabulary, really. It didn't resonate with me. And that's what I wanted. And I told her, I said, I said, money, fame, all that, it's never really mattered for me. Like, I I just want to be a good person and just do the right thing always. And I always remember that moment because I think that that was a very big turning moment, turning point for me because I was starting to really nail down who I was trying to be. You know, up until then, like, sure, I would go about life and I would try to be a good person, but I didn't really have that solid foundation that, this is my value and this is what I am and this is what I stand for and I'm going to stick true to it. And it really wasn't until, and I'll never forget, it was my second year out in Colorado. So I was 23 at the time and I went to University of Boulder, sorry, University of Colorado Boulder to get my master's degree and I was coaching high school football and I, I remember like I, I always wanted, I coached at U of I my senior year there, and I really loved coaching. And so when I got to Colorado, I tried to coach my first year out there, but it was too late in the season already. So, you know, I reached out to what was the best program in the area, which was Fairview High School, and coached Tom McCartney. And I reached out to him, and at the time, he was like, hey, you know, get in touch with me in the spring. Maybe we can talk. And I, and I did reach out to him in the spring, and he's like, oh, let, let's have an interview. And we sat down, and, and he brought me on board. And he, he told me all about the program and how – he really tries to run his program with a lot of class and respect and with integrity. And again, at the time, like the word integrity just didn't make much of it, right? And so we get into the season, and I'm on a sophomore coaching staff, and I'm also on the varsity coaching staff. I'm at every varsity game helping him out. And me and Tom make a great connection. And we really do. I make a great connection with a lot of his coaches. And I really felt like they were my family. While I was out there. I really did in a lot of ways. There was, there was another family I had, the Finkels. They were fantastic. They were my family while I was out there because I was, of course, out there by myself, you know, with my parents being back here in the Midwest and my brother. And, you know, that football coaching staff really became a second family to me in a lot of ways. And I'll never forget that at the end of every practice, Tom would bring them all together. Everyone called him Coach Mac. Coach Mac would bring everyone together. And he'd always end the day be, by saying, I want you to be people of integrity. I want you to do the right thing. I want you to go home. I want you to spend time with your families. I want you to tell them about your day. I want you. And he would, he would, he would not only say it, he would not only preach it, if you want to use it, lack of a better term, but he would live it. He would, during practices, he would never allow the players to act disrespectfully, ever allow them to act out of line or say something inappropriate, you, you swear language, or, or even on the field. Like, you know, a lot of things can happen on the field, especially with emotions. He would he would be the first to pull a player aside and be like, you will never act like that on my team. And so not only did he preach it, but he lived it. And he was an example of it. And he held his players to that level. 
And that term, people of integrity, that stuck with me. That stuck with me so much. And I remember, like, I remember talking to parents of players, and all of them would say, they'd be like, you know, after joining Max program, my child, like, he opens up to us more. He talks to us more. We have more family dinners. He is doing better in his grades. He just, like, I, I would hear these things from the parents, the impact that he would have on the, the children. And God knows Mac gained so much. He gained so much of my respect. He really did. And that term, people of integrity, that was it. That was a moment. It stuck with me. And from that moment on, I knew exactly what my foundation was. Because I'd always known it was that, but I've never been able to define it. I've never been able to like really circle in on it and really hone in on it and be like, that's it. That's who I am. And when I was in, Mac, in Tom Mack's program, Tom McCartney's program, that's when it hit me and I was like, that's my foundation. And ever since then, and really, yes, it's been my whole life, but ever since I've really been able to define it, oh, there's been no turning back. There's been no turning back for me. In, in fact, I've only doubled down and doubled down and tripled down on it over and over again in my life because it has done me well, because it has made me, and this is, this is what I always say, I can look in the mirror every night and be happy with who's looking back at me. And that's, that's it right there. And that's what I implore to you, that if you can look in the mirror and be happy with who's looking back at you, that's it. That's integrity, right? It really is. It really is because you know then that you're doing the right thing. You know then that you're doing what you were meant to do and that you're following your values and you're following what you are all about. And that to me is what it's all about, is what integrity is all about. And that is your foundation. So that is, that's how I've lived my life. So let's, let's get down to it. What is integrity? What is, what is the definition of it? So looking up the definition, here's, here's, well, I always, well, let's start with this. I always ask my students, whoever I'm in with a session, I'm always like, okay, define it. And the number one thing I hear is treat others as you want to be treated. Right? That's like the number one thing I always hear. Treat others as you want to be treated. Okay. I think that's fair. You know, I, I like it. I think that there, I think there's some pitfalls there, right? Like what if, what if somebody doesn't like to be treated well? What if somebody likes to be yelled at? I'm serious. There's people out there like that. You know, I always throw that out to them. And, you know, it's always like they always make them think like, oh, I guess maybe that's not the best example. But I, I understand where they're coming from, right? Absolutely. Treat others as you want to be treated. Because everyone wants to be treated with respect. And, you know, they want to be not lied to and stuff like that, right? Um, I also hear doing the right thing even when no one's looking. I think that's great. I think that's good, solid definition as well. I really, really do. Because, you know, like, it always, always reminds me of a Seinfeld episode, right? Like, there's one in, where George, you know, gives, so they buy a salad for, for one of their friends. And, but, as, but Elaine, so George buys a salad, but Elaine gives a salad to the friend. And the whole episode, George is trying to, like, make sure that the woman knows that he bought the salad and not Elaine. And so it always, reminds me, it always reminds me of that because it's like, well, when you do something, do you want to do it so that everyone sees, so everyone knows you did it? Or is it about doing something even when no one's looking because you know it's the right thing to do, right? So I always think that's a really funny sign for that episode, but it always 
It does. Every time I see that episode, because I love Seinfeld, I watch it for years. Um, it always brings me that back to that. Um, looking up the definition of integrity, the definition is the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles. I love that. I, I really do. I think that that's the quality of being honest, right? And we we all know that, right? It's about being honest, about being truthful, not lying, et cetera, et cetera, and having strong moral principles. That really goes back to your values, doesn't it? It goes back to, excuse me, your foundation, like what you believe in. And so that, to me, is what it's all about. So what does it mean to have integrity? It really comes down to like three main things. To be a good person, to do the right thing, and to stick to your morals and values no matter the situation. And that's, that's the catch right there, right? That's, the rough, that's, that's where it gets harder is because we, to do that every day, to try to do that every day, to try to stick to your morals and values no matter the situation, that's where it gets difficult. Because in our world, it's not enough to preach about. It's not enough to be like, hey, I'm a, I, I'm a good person. I'm a person of integrity. Like I, in my life, but my actions speak otherwise. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's where we run into problems. Because the question, and this is a question I always bring up in every one of my sessions, is it hard in today's world to be a person of integrity? And right away, hands go up, and it's like, absolutely. Yes, it is. It's harder. And I don't know if it's harder now than it was 10, 15, 20 years ago. I do think that we live in crazy times with the pandemic and politically, and there's just so much going on right now. We're such... A divided nation, uh, yet social media too. I think that that's really caused a lot of anxiousness, a lot of people questioning themselves, a lot of people, you know, it, it's just, it, again, social media, that I always said, and we can talk about another character building section, it, it's a great thing if you use it in the right way, but it can also be a terrible thing where it can really bring people down and it can really bring out the worst in people. And so is it hard to be a person of integrity today? I think more so than ever, probably yes. I think that's the number one answer I hear in these sessions. And I I would agree with that. I think that it is hard. I think that there's so many pressures on us a lot of times that a lot of times push us to maybe do something that isn't the right thing, that, that a good person wouldn't do, that these peer pressures... Um, whether it be no matter whether you're in a young and you're in middle school or high school or in college or you know as you get older, et cetera, et cetera you, you go on on. It doesn't matter what age. It really doesn't. I think there's always temptations, maybe is a good word to use, or pressure, peer pressure, to do things that we know is wrong, but at that time. You know, we we're we're pushed, or we're we feel like we're forced, or we we make a bad decision, and we end up doing something that we know a person of integrity would not do. You know, you, for example, when you turn on the news, I mean, what do you hear about? You you you, you ever hear about the right thing that people do? Hardly ever. Maybe at the very very end of the news, like if you watch an hour of a news channel. You usually hear about something good about at the very, very end of that hour, right? The first 45 minutes is all, oh, this is what's going back. Oh, this person was arrested. Oh, this person embezzled 
money. This person, you know, had an affair. This person, I mean, I could go down the list, like, of all the terrible things that make news. And we see this and, you know, like, and we are, and we are impacted by this every day, right? People around us, like, different experiences we have, different people we associate with. And this is where it can be bad. I mean, this is why people go down those roads where they get depression, anxiety, or they deal with drugs or all these awful things. And it is. It is very difficult in today's world to be a good person. But that is what I would argue to you, and I say this in every session, that, if nothing else, should give you more of a reason to be a person of integrity. It should be more of a reason for you to do the right thing and to stand by your principles and to stand by your morals and to stand by who you are. Because if we live in this world where it's so easy, or it's easier, I should say, to go down these bad paths, these quote-unquote wrong paths, then you, by you standing your ground, you will feel so good about who you are. You will be able to look yourself in the mirror. And you will say, you know what? You know, I, I may have not ended up like that person, or I may have not done this, but you know what? I love who I am. I'm happy with who I am. And I can look myself in the mirror every day. And I'm so happy. Absolutely. And there are people of integrity all around us. There are. There are and I know, I know tons of them. I'm surrounded by them at my work. I'm surrounded by them with my friends. I, when I look at my friends, I, I've talked about my friends before. I, I will tell you right now that one of the biggest reasons why I become best friends with them is because they are. They are people of integrity. And this goes back to, again, the podcast we just had, what, two or three ago? Who you surround yourself with. It absolutely matters. It absolutely matters to surround yourself with good people, people of integrity. It truly does. Because if you do that, then they're going to help you. Then they're going to encourage you to be a great person too. And it won't be hard. It won't be hard to be a good person anymore. It will not be hard when you surround yourself with the right people. When you end up in a career that you know you're doing good. When you end up following your passions and your love, then you know that you're doing the right thing and and then it's not hard to be a person of integrity. Isn't that great? Isn't that awesome? It's so true. It's so true that when you surround yourself with the right people, when you choose a career that you want, that you're passionate about, that you know that you're making a difference in this world, it's not hard to be a person of integrity. It really truly isn't. My wife, I would argue that she is one of the people in this world that has the most integrity in this world. She absolutely does not ever want to do the wrong thing. She, she'll even call me out if I ever even think about like, oh, well, maybe we don't need to do this. Or maybe, maybe we don't need to do that. Like she'll immediately call me out. No, that's not who we are, Anoush. That's not our values. Like every time. And I love that. I love that about her. I do. I truly do. I remember one time, with my buddies, you know, just thinking about a story. Like, I remember one time we went skiing, me and three of my really good buddies, and we saw people, they were trying to get their car out of the spot, and they kept on rubbing their wheels, and it was icy out. And, and so right away, my friend turns to me, to, turns to us, and he's like, hey, let's go help him. And he's right. That was the right thing to do. So we left. We, we ordered pizza and, and drinks and everything, and then we left, and we went out, and 
We helped them and they were so thankful. It was the right thing to do. I love being surrounded by people like that. I love being surrounded by people that influence me to do the right thing. I truly, truly do. So how do you develop and preserve integrity? How do you do that? I think three ways. Three ways. And again, all these character building sessions are all intertwined with each other. They really are. Number one, know your values. Know your values. Define your values. Know your values. And stick to them. Two, analyze your choices that you make throughout your day or throughout your life. Really reflect. Be self-reflective. And we're gonna, again, we're going to spend a whole other character building session on that too. But really be self-reflective and be like, you know, the, the actions I made in this situation or in this situation. Was it, was it right? Was it, do I feel good about it? Was it the right thing to do? Analyze it. And if you didn't, it's okay. It is because that's how you learn and you grow. And that's how you become a better person. To bring out the best version of you. And three, encourage others around you to have integrity. Surround yourself with people of integrity. And that's what I've just been talking about, right? I think those three things. Know your values. Analyze your choices. And surround yourself and encourage those to have integrity around you. I think think that's it. I think that's the ways to develop and preserve integrity. I always ask uh, my students or whoever I'm doing a character building session with, think about somebody in your life that has integrity. And I'll give you a minute to do that. So think about somebody in your life. Think about anybody in your life, ever. They, When you think of that person, you're like that person. I think of integrity when I think of that person. Give you a minute to do that. All right, hopefully you have that person. I'll tell you mine. My dad, right? I lost my dad a little bit over four years ago now. Um, yeah, he uh, he just was. He was just a good person. He wasn't everybody that knew him, everybody that was ever around him, everybody that ever, ever interacted with him knew that too. He just, he didn't know how to do the wrong thing. He only knew how to do the right thing. He only knew how to go about life in a way that he knew was right. And he never cut corners. He never did anything. As I told you before, we grew up in a family that didn't have much money. He never tried to find ways to cheat the system or do this or do that. Absolutely not. He just always was a good person. He just always, he treated others with kindness, with respect, no matter whether they differed with him on certain philosophies or not. It didn't matter. He just sat there. He would listen to them. He'd just smile. Oh, so remember that. He'd, he'd go to synagogue all the time, and he'd just sit around, and he'd just listen to them talk, and he'd be like, oh, they all have their opinions, and, and absolutely, that's what makes our world turn. And he did. He just loved to be around people, and everyone just loved who he was because he was a good person. And uh, yeah, every day I try to be like my dad. Every day I do. So I, have, I hope you have your person, and I hope you know why he or she is a person of integrity. Write it down. Think about it. And think and for yourself. Think about it for yourself. Like why, how are ways that you can go about being a person of integrity? Maybe you're right. You know, you're like, you know what? I think I do a pretty good job of it right now. And maybe you do. Absolutely. And maybe you're like, no, there's room for improvement. And that's really up to you for, to decide. It's up to you. And that's why we do these podcasts. 
I do want to leave you with one last thing. This is, you know, I, as I told you, after I had my experience with Coach Mack and that foundation of integrity really got laid within me, I remember I once went, I lived in Milwaukee, and I was at a mall one time with my then-girlfriend, and we went to this one store, one of those, you know, those uh, what's called motivational stores, they have the different, was it successories or whatever that did it? They have the different pictures and they have like underneath it like perseverance, um, you know, dedication, et cetera, et cetera. And they, they do, they have an integrity one and they do. And the integrity one blew me away. And as soon as I saw it and as soon as I read it, I was like, this is it. This is me. And I wish, oh, the one thing about podcasts, I should do YouTube, right? Um, I wish I could show you this. Uh, this is something that I truly live my life by, and I actually got framed, and everything has been with me now. So I got that at the age of when I moved to Milwaukee, I was 24. I was either 24 or 25, so it was about 20 years. I've had this now for 20 years. So what? It's, so the picture of it, just so you know, is a hiker uh, hiking across a suspension bridge in a blizzard. And underneath it says the courage of integrity. But what it says underneath that is why I got this. Because it resonates within me every day. And I, and I kid you not, it is. It's truly every day that this resonates within me. And I'm going to go ahead and read to you what it says underneath this. It says, The highest courage is a dare to be yourself in the face of adversity. Choosing right over wrong, ethics over convenience, and truth over popularity. These are the choices that measure your life. Travel the path of integrity without looking back, for there is never a wrong time to do the right thing. That's powerful. Dear Lord, that's powerful. That is, that is one of the most powerful lines and, or phrases or whatever that I've ever read in my entire life. And that's why it's been with me for 20 years, and that's why it's here in my office. I can see it every day. It's, it's, it's in the most predominant place in my office because it means so much to me. And to really break that down, let's break that down real quick. The highest courage is to dare to be yourself, is to be you, is to be who you are in the face of adversity. And we spent a whole podcast talking about adversity, right? Because adversity, remember I said in adversity in that podcast that adversity shows your true colors. It shows people who you truly are. And when you are faced with adversity, it absolutely, that is when you have to be yourself. That's when you have to go to your foundation, your principles, and truly be a person of integrity. Because that is when you truly show who you are. Choosing right over wrong. It's all said, right? This, one's, this is where it gets better. Ethics over convenience. I love that line. Again, it just goes back to, is it hard to be a person of integrity in today's world? I think it's convenient a lot of times to do things that don't really require you following your ethics. I think that's what that means. I think it's a lot more convenient. I think it, it's a lot easier, if you want to say. But to follow your ethics, to stay true to your principles, your morals, your ethics, that's harder. And truth over popularity. You know, you, you, you see that a lot in today's world, right? You see a lot with politicians, with, you know, actors and actresses, like our whole, whole world. And God knows there's so many of them out there that are 
amazing people and people of integrity. But I'm just saying this is what you see on the news, right? You see people picking popularity over truth, saying things that will get them to be more popular than what are really truthful. Absolutely. These are the choices that measure your life. I love that because it is. And that's what I mean. That's what I mean by being a person of integrity and looking in the mirror because these choices you make throughout your life, they are. They're going to measure your life. Travel the path of integrity without looking back for there's never a wrong time to do the right thing. I love that. And, and so that's why we do these character building sessions because even if you look back and say, oh, God, why did I do that? Or We all have those. We all have those situations while we're growing up, while we're living life. They're like, oh, why did I decide to do that? Why did I do this? Why did I do that? But there's never a wrong time to do the right thing. You can always change. You can always learn. You can always improve. Oh, God, I love that. I, I absolutely love that portrait. And, you know, if you, if you ever want it, reach out to me. And, I, you know, maybe we can still find it somewhere. But, you know, you, I'm sure you can find it somewhere. But I, I do believe in that. So in conclusion, be a person of integrity. Stick to your morals. Stick to your ethics. Stick to your values. Be true to who you are. And be able to look yourself in the mirror. Great session. Here we go. about integrity as always we love doing this and hopefully you do too you can always reach out to me if you'd like a workshop or session and as always we're crushing it so are you stay true to yourself stay true to yourself